Live from our studios in upstate South Carolina, this is Track Chat Live. I'm dropping the hammer. No, you're not. Your destination for local short track coverage from the Carolinas to Northeast Georgia. He didn't slam you, he didn't bump you, he didn't nudge you, he rubbed you. And Rubin's son is racing. Race results, breaking news, and interviews from track promoters and drivers. A show designed for racing fans by a fan. This wreck, 33, came off the bottom and wiped us out. Asphalt and dirt combined. Track Chat Live starts now. Here's your host, Just Jeff, alongside track champion and upstate racing legend, The Rocket, David Roberts. Rocket Man. All right, welcome to Track Chat Live. Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. How are you doing, David? Great, man, great. Another beautiful... Man, it's, it's windy outside, is it not? Oh, the wind is... Yeah, you're coming down the road, you can feel it, baby. I mean, I was having a rough time. Like, I got out of the car, man. I need to eat me another biscuit or something. I, I was... Uh, it was just rough, man. My hair was going everywhere. It's, and still, I don't, it's still everywhere. <laughs> I'm sure your hair was flapping in the wind as well. Uh, I tell you, my weekend was kind of uh, kind of crazy. Had a little uh, excitement over at the Soiree Friday night. I went down there. You know, Anderson had their downtown Soiree. We went down there and had a great time. Didn't get to listen to any music. That was the whole the whole plan was to go eat and listen to music. But well, well, help, help an old man out. What is a Soiree? The Soiree is like some kind of food or drink or something. What is that? The Soiree is. The, it's an arts festival they have in downtown Anderson. It's kind of like Fall for Greenville, but it's basically kind of centered around arts and things. But they have food vendors and they have music. So it's just a good time for the family to go and, and hang out. And that's kind of what we did. So we were going to eat food, but every restaurant down there was so busy, they just could not keep up with the demand. And we kind of just, uh, we, didn't, we didn't end up staying long at all. So... We uh, we left, but me and Rena, we were we were down there. We were made an attempt. Then my my eighty year old aunt went down there, and I mean she got right in the middle of it. Now I'm gonna say this: it's it's been a rough. Just pray for my family. It's been a rough couple of months. Yes, I had a I had an uncle to pass away about two months ago, and then followed by that, I had a cousin who unexpectedly uh, had lung cancer. She passed away. And then last week, her mother, which is my aunt as well, both of these are my mom's uh, brother and sister, she passed away, and we had the funeral for her today. So it's just been a... Uh, Prayers to the whole family, man. It's been it's been a rough couple of months, and uh, my thoughts go out to my family, my uncle and my aunt, you know, all the ones who are, are here grieving. So uh, anyway, how, how was your weekend? I heard you went down to Florence. Man, we did. We went down there, been... Been trying some new stuff out on the car and had a pretty good hot rod there. We thought qualified fourth, best we've qualified yet, just a, about a tenth off the pole and just got a little too tight in the race and wound up six. But 75 laps in the heat in the middle of the day, the old man, he, he done all right, stayed up on the wheel. That was the main thing. Well, I'm kind of, my phone is like, Rena <laughs> keeps blowing me up. I'm trying to. Thank you. I'm trying over here, Rena. I'm trying to get yeah. the mics right. Yeah. Our, our, uh, what do you call her? Our producer off the premises telling us what we got going on. Yeah, she's good. Rena, the producer extraordinaire. She yeah. is. She's on it. 
Yeah. Thank She's you. Making sure I'm, Thank I'm, you. Everything is good. So, uh, so yeah, let's get the soiree thing. You know, we don't have that in Great Court. No. Down there, we you know we got barbecues and you know hog killings, all, all kind of stuff like that. Fish fries. I don't know about no soiree down there in Great Court, but that's pretty cool. You need to do something like that eventually. Maybe we can have a little party down there. No wine testing down there. See the moonshine or beer. You know. So okay. When you get down our way. All right. Just, just say. Anyway. Okay. Well, David, I am just anxious to get into our reports, man. We have the dirt report and we have the asphalt report. I think you're going to cover dirt, uh, asphalt this week. So you go right ahead and tell us what's going on in the asphalt world. All right. Let's catch up what we had going on this weekend. Anderson Motor Speedway. We had the Southeast Super Trucks, which is always a great series to come watch. Old man Marty Ward got it done in the trucks. Almost as old as I am. TJ Lawless, that's good to run for TJ. He got him the limited win. Elma Majunkin, first career win in the pure stocks. Way to go, Emma. The Carolina Vintage V8s was old Steve Howard. U.S. Legends, old Mitchell Thompson. I know they listening down there. Good yes. run, Mitchell. Way to go. Big shout out to those guys. I know the old man was in your way, leading there a little bit. You had to get on by him, so good job. <laughs> that is just a good rivalry, is it not? Mm-hmm. They Father, do good. Son. So the next race at Anderson is... Friday, May the 19th, but this weekend they got the Crash of Rama coming. Yes, the Tour of Destruction. The tour is, of Destruction. Is, I, we call it the Mo Show. And so Mo if, show. if you're listening and you know what I'm talking about, it's where they bring in school buses and they race those. They have a demolition derby. They have skid plate races. They have a chain race. They have fireworks. They have a monster truck. And usually they have a motorcycle or something come down and do stunts. But it's just one of those off-the-wall events that you will not normally see on a Friday night at Anderson Motor Speedway. And if you want to get tickets for that, you get in a hurry and do that now, go to tourofdestruction.com and pick up your tickets because they will not sell tickets at the gate. Not today, not tomorrow, ever. So you got to get all your tickets online at tourofdestruction.com. Cool. All right, we'll move on here. We've got Dillon Motor Speedway. Still no race schedule there. Their next race is Saturday, May the 6th. I would go back to Florence. Oh, uh, Cody Kelly won the late model again. That's his third win in a row. And this time it was in a different car. Same man on it, but it was a different car. I think Sounds Cody, like another hot shoe I know in here. I think Cody qualified six right behind me. It didn't take him about seven, eight laps, and he was in the lead. And that thing was rocking. So whatever they got going on, they got something figured out. I need to find out. Charger was Averett Lucas. Happy birthday, Davis. It was his birthday, Saturday, so he won on his birthday. The old man Clay Thomas won the super trucks. Many stops was Matt Bridges. Legends was Sam Broxo. The Bandoleros, a little Bryson Brinkley. He's a he's coming along a good little driver. Street stops was Brandon Caraway. And that was a good race of street stops they had. Boo, I think Boo maybe wound up third, four, somewhere in there. He run good. I think, you know, I watched him a little bit, but he had a good run. So we'll move on. Their next race is May the 13th, and that is around Mother's Day, I think. Is that right? Yes, it is. Yeah. So what a better way to spend with your mother than take her down to a racetrack. That's right. Mother's Day racing. That's right. Hickory Motor Speedway, the late model one was won by Cade Brown. Late model two, Landon Huffman. Limited late model was Christopher Martin, Jr., Super Trucks was Ashley Huffman. Renegades is Steve Smart. And the Street Stocks was Cody DeMarles. And their next race is May the 6th. All right. Go up to the concrete jungle at Kingsport. Oh, I see no race schedule, so they didn't race. They did not race. Their next race is May 5th, Friday, May 5th. Then Tri-County, 
They they ran uh, late models was Dean Thompson and late model one, late model two was old Taylor Satterfield. Taylor. Outlaws was Tyler Church. Pro four was Kent Tim Knight. Street stocks was Marlon Yoder. Renegades was Dalton Ledbetter. Front wheel drive was Jason Garwood. And the vintage was Eddie Gilbert. Their next race is Saturday, May the 13th. And Greenville Pickens updates. We don't have anything to update at the moment. I know they, they're trying to get a meeting set up with the owner. And, you know, they're trying to get some things worked out. And I hate to say it this way, but the owner's dragging his feet a little bit, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion on here. So well, I know maybe that, they'll get it worked out. You know, Jackie and Mark uh, Blackwell, they came out to the truck race on Saturday. And they were doing a uh, raffle for some tires. And they also did a 50-50 drawing. So they're out doing their part. They're trying to campaign. And, and like, it's almost like they're running for office. You know, they're, they're out here doing what you're supposed to do. They're campaigning and trying to get the funds together yep. to go make this happen at Greenville Picking. So hats off to those guys. They are doing what they got to do. Now we just get the other side to, you know, come yep. up and, and handle that part. And then we'll hopefully – be able to have a race at Greenville Pick and Speedway. Maybe ain't the best thing to say, but let's get the social media fired up. Let's 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 get this guy burn his ears a little bit and get him going. Maybe he'll sign the papers and we can move have some racing out there. That's right. Send out a SOS. That's what it's called. Save our speedway. Call him up. Send him a message. Whatever you need to do. Let's let's make this happen. All right, David. I like that. Let's let's try to do all we can to help Jackie and his cause to at least have one more season at Greenville Pick and Speedway. And who knows? This may spark into more. But we're going to take a break, and when we get back, we're going to have our guest. And talking about a hot shoe, this guy here, he is on it. So we're going to talk to him when we get back on Track Chat Live. Paul's All Hands on Deck is a family-owned and operated business serving the upstate with 15 years' experience. Painting and pressure washing are just a few of the things they specialize in. They'll handle all your inside or outside jobs in a timely manner. Call them now for a free estimate at 864-213-7502. No job is too big or small for Hall's All Hands on Deck. car sounds good. Oh, you know, it's just that Carnage exhaust I got at Troy's Muffler. Troy has kept the Upstate sounding great with the latest muffler trends and their very own custom exhaust for over 35 years. If you need custom exhaust work, repair, or to diagnose a problem, they've got you covered. Home of the world-renowned Carnage Performance Exhaust. Call today at 864-964-9667 to schedule an appointment or visit troysmuffler.com. Timco of the Upstate is a precision machine shop founded in 1968. For 54 years, they have been serving the Anderson area with their machining and fabrication needs. Located at 921 Pyramidary Road, they have kept up the pace with changing technology, tooling, and quality of service. The employees at Timco have 20 plus years of machining excellence. For a quote about fabrication or machining, call 864-226-8509 or visit their website, timcoupstate.com. Anderson Motor Speedway is your home for Friday night short track racing. The competition is guaranteed to leave you on the edge of your seat. Bring the entire family out for a fun night of racing that includes free face painting and activities for ages 12 and under. Bring a friend and head on out Highway 81 or take exit 27 off I-85. Check out their website, AndersonMotorSpeedway.com for all things racing. Anderson Motor Speedway. Yeah, that racetrack. 
Brown. When you want great food, don't run to the border. Head over to El Taco in Anderson, home of the scratch-made recipes. They're family-owned and operated at 192 Civic Center Boulevard behind Tractor Supply. All your Fiesta favorites, including Mexican hot dogs, quesadillas, and the 99-cent Taco Tuesday deal. Stop by for a lunch combo, set up your next catering, or simply use DoorDash. Call them at 864-540-8500 or eltacoanderson.com. This is Gary Greenwood Jr. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. All right, welcome back. Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. Yeah, man. man, yeah. Ready to do this? We're going to get on some dirt here. We're going to get on some dirt. We got, we got us a shoe here tonight. We got that right. Let's go ahead and welcome into the studio. I think he had to qualify time to get down here tonight. The traffic must have been horrendous, but uh, welcome to the studio, the one and only Rod Tucker. What's going on, Rod? Uh, I don't know. There's a... Uh... Definitely some traffic on the way here, but uh, we managed to cut through them and get here on time, so uh, that's all that matters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good deal, good deal. So so let's let's just jump in right here. So I'm going to start. I'll always start with everybody going back old school, trying to figure out where you come from, where you started, and to where you're at now. So when and what age did you start racing, and then what? Um, I was about five years old. There was some guys in Conesty over there had a – a go-kart track in the yard and i always told my daddy i said i want you to put me on one i won't go out there and race with them boys you know he said you're too young son you're too young i said daddy i said put me on one and sure enough he had an old margay or something sitting there and he had a briggs and stratton motor and uh we put it on there and i went out there and from then on i was hooked and then i probably done that for about a year and then uh we went up there and somewhere in TR, and he bought me a Phantom Stalker. I think it was a 95 model. And uh, we went over to Sugar Tit and run a couple races and ended up winning a few. And then it went downhill from there and yeah. <laughs> started spending more and more money. Yeah, Rodney, if you'd have just said no to start with, just think how much money you'd have, right? Yeah, he'd be retired right now, yeah, probably. Yeah, he wouldn't be painting and doing body work. He'd be retired. Exactly right. So... So you went. You run, how many years did you run go karts? Uh, I raced from 2004 to 2010 in go karts, and then uh, the end of 2010. Well, in middle of the year 2010, we was racing for Ultramax. Uh, we was doing pretty good, but my heart just wasn't in it, and my daddy could tell I was losing interest. So uh, we had a car sitting at the house, um, got a cage put in it, and about September of that year, we rolled out and started running cars. You started running four cylinders, right? Yep. And the stock four, is that where you started? No, we run uh, Young Guns at TR. Um, I mean, it was really good. I think Gary Hyatt had the track at the time, man. It was 18 or 20 cars every week. It was packed out, and uh, it was pretty fun, you know, and uh, gained my interest back in racing, and from then on out, you know, we've just been full head of steam at it. Right, right. Then, so at about uh, 14 or so, you moved up to – what year did you move up to the to the modified Ford? Uh, I think I was 16 years old when I started racing with the big boys. So they welcomed me uh, real roughly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way they do on dirt. They welcome you right into the house. Don't yeah, they. Uh, I think they run me over every week until I started giving it back. Yeah. Now where where did you start at? 
Uh, we raced up at TR there too, and uh, we it got to be so rough. You know, we went on up the road. Uh, Scott Childers was promoting Harris at the time, so uh, we got up to Harris and uh, fell in love with that place. And we run at Harris for a couple of years and won some championships and stuff up there, and then uh, built a lot of confidence. You know, you get up there and you're doing good and all, and uh, we end up wanting to travel a little bit and run with the MMSA series, and we're doing pretty good there too. Cool. And and how old are you now? Uh, fixing to be 28 this month. 28. My wife asked me. I said 25, 26. Wait a minute. You're 28 years old? Yeah. Man, you look so much younger than that. I yeah, mean, your no. voice, though, is. Yeah. Got that got that deep voice, but still, I was like. He's still just a kid, son. Yeah. I remember him when he was little coming to my shop. and We was working on that first couple of four-cylinders and helping you out a little bit and weighing them out and oh. kind of get you going, learn, learn you and your dad about uh, caster and camber and finally y'all started doing that yourself and they got better and better at this deal so they, they've worked they put in the work him and his dad to get to where they at to win the races they've they've done they've done very well from where they where they started from my point of view my eyes looking knowing where you started from yeah. so i'm proud to say i've seen that yeah. well, he told me something when i called him i don't know if he wants to share that or not but uh, i mean i think it'd be awesome i mean let him know oh yeah i mean if it wasn't for david i wouldn't be where i am he taught me a lot uh you know a lot about the front end geometry stuff like that and uh i appreciate that because uh whether people believe it or not the front end is the most important part of the race car and you know you got to be able to steer if you can't steer you ain't gonna go nowhere uh it's pretty cool i still got the notebook with all our old scale out numbers and stuff in there and you know if we get off in left field, heck, sometimes we might be able to bounce back off that in a four-cylinder car. You know, that's it's always been a good baseline for us, and uh, that's what I like. You know, we always set our cars up a little bit tighter. Most people didn't like that, but uh, I did, and I adapted to it, and I still do it to this day. If I drive a late model, a four-cylinder, a street stock, it don't matter. I want my car to push on entry. Yeah, that, that's that's the that's where it starts, right? Exactly Start right. it starts on entry of what your car is going to do through the middle and off. Exactly so right. if you can't get in, you ain't getting off. So that's that's good. I'm glad you, I'm glad you're doing that. And I'm glad I could be a part of where, where you've been so far with your racing, and I appreciate that. So tell me about the number twelve. I've never, I don't know that question. Where did twelve come from? Uh, a lot of y'all might know him, old Keith Williams. Uh, it's my daddy's first cousin and family to me. Uh, his daddy owned a race car. I think Homer Simmons drove it back in the day, and it had a 12 on the side of it, and that's where it stuck, you know. And uh, it's just a – everybody asked me, where's it come from? I said, it's just a family number. I think it's been around since the late 70s, you yeah. know. So yeah. Now that you say that, I, so I, I go way back to the 70s, so I know. So now I can put that together. But I never really thought about it till it's going to do this show, but we're – why number 12 everywhere, right? So – so let's let's talk a little bit. So you you run the four cylinder modified fours. You've done real well. Then you, then you kind of ventured off with uh, uh, Yates, Tim Yates, Bill's Motors, and and JJ who you with now I mm-hmm. think. And y'all kind of done some stock eight stuff and different stuff. So you kind of moved up to the V eights along the way there first, right? Yep. We uh, in twenty eighteen is when I went full time with Tim. I had my own stuff, and uh, he really pushed me to drive his stuff and uh i'm glad we did we won 47 races that year uh, we won charlotte king of the carolinas was leading nationals and blew up and uh you know that that was a a, a trademark year there you know just to put an exclamation point on it would have been nice to win nationals but uh that end of that year uh, we ended up buying a thunder bomber car 
of my own. We run it, run really good in it, and then um, got a wild hair to go race late, late models, and uh, that got in my pocketbook. Well, and, 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 and <laughs> time for a break. Here no, I'm just, over here. Okay. I'm just over here listening. And, okay, you're doing your hand. I thought yeah. I might be talking too much. But so, yeah, I've always pushed him to try to go to late model way back in the day because I – you know, I don't tell many people that to their face, but I could see the potential in him. I could see that he could drive. And you could see people that you can tell. He was one of them, and I tried to push him toward the late models. And four-boy racing is hard to go there, right, 604 and stuff. But you did wind up driving for some friends of mine, Jim, Deb, Blackwell, and mm-hmm. had success in the 604 stuff, right, 602, 604? 602, yeah. I actually, before I drove for them, I had my own car I bought from uh, Jeff Robinson. Devin Borgen's got it now. It's been a really good car. We uh, we run that thing 15 times and won 12 in it. And uh, just it got to where, you know, you would spend $1,000 to go win 500 and it just me racing out of my pocket, you know, it just wasn't feasible. So – we sold that, and then uh, Deb and Jim gave me a call, and I'm really glad they did. We had very good success in their stuff. You know, down there at Lawrence, we traveled a little bit and ran, you know, very consistent top fives, top threes everywhere we went. Yeah, yeah. They, they good people, got good cars, and, you know, they, they've been in racing for a long time. So. so so that was Jim. So you had your own car, then you went to Jim, then, then – uh, We'll talk about when we come back because I'm being prompted. I got to take a break. I just love us. I love Rod Tucker and I love dirt racing. So, guys, we're going to take a break. Jeff Kerr's doing a break here. All so. right, guys, we'll be back here with more from Rod Tucker on Track Chat Live. Pet supplies for all your fur baby needs. Shop Valston's has the perfect accessories to make pampering your pet an easy task. Grooming supplies, water bowls, and jewelry are just a few of the things you'll find at Valston's Pet Supplies. Located at shopvalston's.com, they are just one click away from making your shopping trip a desirable experience. Visit Shop Valston's today. When you don't have seconds to spare, call On Time Heating and Air. When you want fast and reliable service, On Time Heating and Air has over 55 years experience. They'll be there on time for your heating and cooling needs. They offer same day and after hour service for your convenience. Their professional courteous technicians will be there on time to discuss your situation, make recommendations, and show you the first price so there'll be no surprises. Visit them at ontimesc.com. Tri-County Speedway is the place to be in 2023 for Saturday Night Thunder that shakes the mountains in Granite Falls, North Carolina. Featuring late model stock, limited late models, renegades, front-wheel drive, outlaws, street stocks, and full-body vintage. Tier parking is available, so load up the family and bring them to Tri-County USA. They serve a wide variety of concessions along with great racing that will leave you on the edge of your seat. For a complete schedule, visit thetricountyspeedway.com. Electric City Pizza is your downtown destination for good times and great food. Come meet some friends and cheer on your favorite team on one of their nine TVs. Try the lunch buffet Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2 for only $9.99. They are open from 11 to 9 Tuesday through Sunday for your call-in or sit-down meals. Check their Facebook page for daily deals or stop by 305 South Main Street in downtown Anderson across from the Blakely Station. 
This is Chris Lyons with Lawrence County Speedway. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. All right, back here on Track Chat Live. David's David's feeling this song, huh? Yeah, that's my type beat. I like that type Are you a Swifty? I don't know what a Swifty is, but if it's about that beat, I like it, yeah. Did you go see Taylor Swift in Atlanta this past weekend? No, I wouldn't go to see Taylor Swift in Atlanta. <laughs> All right, back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts, continuing our conversations with the hot shoe man himself, Rod Tucker. And I didn't realize how far back you guys go until, like, I'm sitting here listening to these conversations. I'm like, this David's like, we got to take a break. I'm like, no, I'm just listening, and I'm loving what I'm hearing over here. Yeah, like I say, you know, he's, uh, he's good people. He comes from a good family. Mom and dad's real good. His mom's sweet as she can be. And let, let's let's go back personal a little bit. Now, we got a little girl, right? What's her name? Uh, her name is Renly. Uh, Say that again. Renly. Like, uh, Renly. her mama's name is Lauren, so – we took Lauren, took the R E N off of it, and her mama's middle Lauren's mom's middle name was Lee. Uh, her middle name was Leah. So like Ren Lee is how we done it. So it's pretty cool, like L E I G H. Cool. With Ren in front of it, yeah, and that's then cool. she's got my mom's middle name, and then of course she's a Tucker. She's so, a Tucker. Yeah. And and now tell us, she's got something coming this Friday, right? Yeah, she's gonna be three years old. Uh, <laughs> They say time flies, and that ain't no joke. You know, I feel like we brought her home yesterday, but it's uh, been a blessing for sure. She slowed me down and calmed my temper down at the racetrack, and I think it's made me a better driver, honestly. Yeah. Now, you is she listening tonight? She probably is. I ain't sure if she is or well, not. You know, you need to wish her a happy birthday. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday, Renly. I love you. We're going to uh, spend all Daddy's paycheck this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> good deal, good deal. So let's get, let's get back into racing a little bit. So so we run the 602s with the Blackwells, and we move forward, and we kind of we, we kind of got back away from the 602s, the late models, I call them late models, and you trended back to your roots more, right? Tell us about that. Yeah, uh, like I say, we, we run for Deb and Jim for two years and had really good success, but uh, – you know, and Deb and Jim, they're getting up in age, and I understand them not wanting to travel. You know, and the cost of racing, the cost of fuel go up down the road and to pay me my percentage of what we win, and it's just not feasible. And, um, you know, and I, I told them, you know, I would like to travel again and, and get back out on the road. And um, Keith Williams, my daddy's cousin, my cousin, he uh, he he proposed the deal to me, and it was too good to pass up. You know, we, we jumped back in the Thunder Bomber. Um it was towards the end of the season, you know, I told Deb and Jim I was going to, you know, kind of transition into this, get the car back rolling and all. And then uh, we did that. We won a couple races and uh, went to Harris, had some bad luck, ended up crashing the car and it tore it up pretty good. And we wasn't able to get it fixed. So uh, we ended up buying another one and, and that's the car we've been in here lately. And, it, and you know, we run it last year and, and set the world on fire to say the least. Right. Now that's, that's JJ and Key's car, right? Yep, JJ's yep. the son. Yep. And Thunder Bomber. Now, do you do you drive somebody else's car in some of the other classes, or I seen like you on street stock or something? No, Keith owns. Uh, JJ has a Thunder Bomber. I've got a Thunder Bomber and the street stock. Keith owns all of it. Um, he takes us where we want to go. Really? Yep. So you drive just for Keith Williams now? Right? Yes, sir. So, so what about Tim Yates and his, his 
is he still racing some? Or is he is. Uh, he's actually got his son-in-law, Ronnie Johnson, Richard Johnson's oh, yeah. son, uh, son oh, wow. or grandson, grandson. Yeah. grandson driving for him now. Uh, I think they just won this past weekend at Livonia on Friday. They had a really good weekend. I did see that. I, and the name sounded familiar, but I didn't put that together. That's that's cool right there. Yeah. yeah. If you know Richard Johnson back in the day, a great motor builder, and Tim Yates bought him out or bought all the stuff out when – Richard passed away and has done very well for himself. He's a great court boy. He's done in there in great court. So, so the Williams. So y'all had a big race this past week. It paid good money. What did it pay? It was a uh, five thousand to win at Livonia and in, uh, in our street stock car. You know, it was a uh, one of the first big races we've run in it. We've hit some local shows, paying a little extra money, but uh, it was the first time running with the big boys out of town, and we was excited about it. And right. So, so this is like a series they got this street stock deal, some kind of it's like a uh, MS whatever you called it a while ago. Yeah, kind of it's it's kind of like the MMSA series, but it's called the Ultimate Street Stock Challenge. Um, it's run by Josh Hellams and uh, Shannon Harris. They do a really good job. They uh, promote better than anybody out there, I think, uh, as far as getting cars. I mean, we had thirty-four cars for a one-day show. That's pretty wow. impressive, you know. Wow, that that is huge. Yeah, some of you promoters listening, you know, they had a five thousand dollar street stock race that was promoted. We need to, we need to step up our game here and get to get us thirty or forty cars in one show. Five thousand dollars is a, a good purse. Yeah, for a street stock car. That's just a warm up. We going uh, Cherokee the thirteenth through the fifteenth is paying ten thousand. Wow. In the street stocks, so every street race stock. they have is paying big money, and it's it's good. Right. And and what do you and uh, street stock is it? Is it faster or bigger than the Thunder Bomber? Yeah, so like the Thunder Bomber is basically like a, I guess what you would call cadet or something back in the day. Right. It's a stock firewall, stock floor pan. You got to run inboard shocks on the front. Uh, it's on a spec shock. It's on Tile City recaps. The motor is like uh, basically a truck motor. It's got a, you know, you can run any open chamber head, uh, stock rod, stock piston, stock crank. 14 pound flywheel stock transmission you know it's you're racing a pickup truck and i like it because right. it's all about momentum about momentum then the street stock you can do a little more to them I'm yeah assuming. you can run a either a built motor and the only rule you got on the motor is it's got to have a two barrel and there's a it's got to have flat top pistons other than that you pretty much gung-ho and what tires are they on they're on an h500 an H500, is that a 10-inch tire, like a late no, model tire, or small? It's still on an 8-inch tire. It's considered a hard compound, so it makes it fun. You uh, you got to get all you can get out of it, but yeah. not burn them off at the same time. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's that's the difference in a little dirt and asphalt now and some of these things is tires and the stuff like that. And we're made more affordable to race, right? Not, you know, said Keith Williams, he does all right down there with his – keith williams junkyard and stuff over the years he's done real well for himself but you know he's got three race cars that don't mean he's he's loaded with money but he you know he he does okay so rod i'm gonna do adult the dirt uh results in a little bit but i was looking through here you know as i was printing these off and i do not see your name on livonia speedway and that's where you raced at this past weekend correct Yes, sir. And I do not see your name on here. Is there any explanation to that? Yeah, we was the first loser this week, uh, <laughs> as Ricky Bobby would say. If you ain't first, you last. But, uh, no, nah, we, we had a really good weekend. Uh, we qualified 
uh, second in our group. Um, we won our heat race, the second heat. Um, then they do a redraw. There was four heat races. We redrew the four, you know. But I, I kind of wanted to do that because I didn't know how fast of a pace to set, you know. And uh, I ain't never run on these tires for 50 laps. Heck, it was only my fifth time in the car. So, uh, but I found a good line up top, you know, drove my way to second. And we was pretty good and pretty content there. It was about 20 to go. I was logging laps, you know. And uh, that caution come out, wanted to make a good run for it. And felt like we had gained a little bit on the leader. And then the before the last caution come out, we caught a hole and uh, ended up being in the right rear shock. You know, we was – Going back, looking at lap times, we was competitive with the guy that won the race. I just think the right rear shot kind of hindered us from uh, closing out the deal. But, hey, we'll take a second out of 34 cars. Uh, it ain't nothing to hang your head about. Those guys do it for a living. Most of them do. Not at all. Normally when I do results, I see you at one of the tracks. You're either, you know, first there or, you know, you race another division and win. So it's, it's kind of odd. I was just curious. I've never – Looked at results and not seeing your name in that that win column. Is, yeah, usually on our dirt report, he's at he's won one or two at one track and won yep. somewhere else. Or maybe, I think it was last weekend. You yeah. uh, on weekend before last, you went and did a double duty at two different tracks. Correct. Yeah, we went to TR on Friday. We run uh, third and Thunder Bomber one street stock, and then since we had such a good night, we loaded up, went up the road to Cherokee, and uh, took the other Thunder Bomber car and uh, ended up winning street stock and Thunder Bomber both. So. Uh, that was a really good weekend. They don't often uh, come that way, but uh, that weekend it did. I'm about to call out somebody. You tell me when I posted on our social media that you were going to be in the uh, on the show. William Richard, you see the comment he made on there? He can't race. <laughs> nah, I didn't see it. I didn't, <laughs> there was so much going on on Facebook at the time, with you know. But uh, he gives me a hard time. We talk on a weekly basis. He does a good job promoting Cherokee Speedway yes, for those does. guys. And uh, I think he does Livonia too. So, and uh, it shows, I mean, promoting is everything. It if is. you look, those tracks are crowded every week, stands and the pits. So, uh, if y'all promoters are slacking and wondering why you ain't got no car count, call Richard. Uh, he might, yeah, <laughs> he might be able to take care of you. <laughs> he does a great job with that. I don't listen to too many podcasts because it's just a lot, man. My, I'm so busy sometimes. But I do listen to his cherokee chatter podcast and he does a, a great job with that and uh, he had commented on when i posted that he's like oh he ain't, he can't he ain't no good or something like that yeah. <laughs> so so what's on the plate next what's coming what's down the road here um we're gonna go this saturday to gaffney it's paying a thousand and thunder bomber it's a scott morgan series race it's called the monster thunder bomber so and it's a, a qualifier race for the street stock race is coming up up there it's paying ten thousand so uh we got a chance of winning twenty two hundred dollars this weekend. Um, I feel like we got a really good shot at it in both cars. Um, just uh, got to figure out what our issue with uh, been in that right rear shock. Make sure it was the hole and not something on the cars moved. Yeah, it was you know was talking uh, off the line here and was talking about you know I guess you a little tinker with stuff and and that's good. I like it moving stuff around trying something. You see, you try a little something there and maybe got your shock in trouble. But, uh, yeah, I like that. That's, you know, if people's listening, young guys, that's what you got to do. Just like Rod here, he's learned to do front-end stuff, learn setups, learn stuff. Now he knows what his car is doing. He can go try a different shock, different springs, and he knows what it's doing. So it might have been a little bit, or it was either uh, Childress's track down there. You know, we're going to have to get on him about having a smoother racetrack. I don't know holes in the thing. What's wrong with him? Yeah, I don't know. I, 
You know, Terry usually does pretty good at that. Yeah, I've seen him run a motor grader back when I worked at Rewa. I figured he'd been a little bit better than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is good. There's just the elements of the rain and stuff. You can't you can't get them right all the time. So, so one more thing. So, what do you see yourself in the future? In the future, um, where I'm at right now, uh, you know, a, a big late model ride or something like that. I, I probably would honestly maybe turn that down. Just because right now I can be myself and I can have fun and I got a little girl at home and I don't want to be on the road away from her. I want to watch her grow up. And, uh, you know, Keith treats me absolutely fair. I'm with him every day. You know, we down there working on a race car at his shop. Right, right now the street's talks at my house because yesterday was wash day. But uh, we, uh, we're very content at doing what we're doing. You know, uh, we have a pretty good – year last year you know we won close to thirty thousand dollars i mean so wow. i'm i'm very content so uh to me it's about having fun you know it ain't about going nowhere no more well i'm glad to hear that i'm glad you you know not the kid that i remember and everything you kind of got settled in you got your mind right got your head screwed on right family's first racing's what i love to do but this is where i need to be and this is where i'm gonna be exactly congratulations right. to you thank you all right, we'll be back in a short moment, and you're welcome to hang out, Rod, and we're going to talk a little dirt report after we return from these fine sponsors here on Track Chat Live. JW Machine Fab is Fountaineer's choice for machining and fabrication needs. They offer a wide range of services that includes milling, AutoCAD design, and welding with on-site installation. If you're not sure how the final project will look, they will create a prototype version to help you better understand the outcome. Their top-notch quality and quick turnaround has kept them competitive in today's market. Call them at 864-423-3690 for free estimates or visit jwmachinefab.com. Fatso's is a small barbecue sauce company that delivers big flavor. Founded in the mountains of North Carolina, the amazing taste has helped Fatso's expand to South Carolina at multiple Ingalls locations throughout the upstate. Their all-purpose rub and mopping sauce leaves your mouth saying, wow. Try Fatso's Barbecue Sauce today. For more info, find them on Facebook or email Company at gmail.com. No one likes to drive a car that doesn't shine. Take your ride to distinctive details and let them give it that new car look. Nick and the gang are sure to make your car smile with their excellent detail experience. From cars to trucks and anything in between, they are guaranteed to give your vehicle a showroom shine. Call 864-234-0341 or stop by 212 North Main in Malden to give your ride that new car look. Brookshire Collision has been serving the upstate for 39 years with the best hands-on service that will leave your car looking brand new. Their certified technicians cover foreign and domestic vehicles. All insurance companies are accepted along with free estimates by appointment. Call today at 864-288-9875 or stop by 115 Murray Drive in Malden and talk to Beamer. Tell them you heard about it on Track Chat Live. Octane and Iron Speed Shop is your official cruise-in hot rod hangout in downtown Pickens, South Carolina. Specializing in buying and selling custom cars and trucks. Come show your ride at one of their weekend cruise-ins. If you get hungry, Miss Susan will have plenty of snacks including hot dogs, fresh lemonade, and mini donuts. Check them out on Facebook at Octane and Iron Speed Shop. 
rock it, baby. Well, I want the best short track racing coverage. I listen to Track Chat Live. All right. Back here on Track Chat Live. Just Jeff and the Rocket. David Roberts. Still got Rod Tucker hanging out in the studio with us. We're going to talk about some dirt on dirt. What's been going on around in the dirt? World? He got a text message over there from Wesley Thompson. What, what's going on with Wesley? Yeah, I mean, old man Damon Burdett finally got to start on the pole Saturday night, and he led him two laps before he let them young bucks get to him. But way to go, Damon. There you go, Damon. Well, maybe we'll get three or four the next time. No, actually what it was was Wesley's wife. Uh, she said, Damon, you better fall back now. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's what it really yeah. happened. He was he was in fear, not Mitchell, yes. but, uh, but exactly. the mama. <laughs> exactly. Because she tells me, you know, hey, if my baby don't win, you're sleeping on the porch. So, <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, dirt on dirt here with our uh, dirt results. We got Cherokee Speedway. The uh, 604 late model winner was Brian Mullis. Pure stock was Justin Wyant. Pro 4 was Dustin Bolin. Renegade Sportsman was Brandon Kynard. Thunder Bomber was Hunter Thunderburk. And then Extreme 4 was Chris Meadows. Young Guns V8 was Landon Davis. And then the Crown Vic V8 was Casey Towel. Their next race is going to be Saturday, May the 6th. Then we go down to Harris Speedway. The uh, 602 late model winner was John Ruggiero Jr. We need to get John on the show. You know John? John Ruggiero Jr. winner in the 602 late models. And the future winners was Brayson Riddle. Front wheel drive was Josh Ayers. And the, got an honorable mention there. Caden Presnell, he finished second. Right. You know, he was running the young guns and they kind of... I guess told him he had to move up, and he's up in the, with the big dogs now racing. Well, so you see uh, why he runs second. I mean, yeah. he, he can do it. So a uh, big shout-out to Caden Presnell finishing second in the front-wheel drive up at Harris. All right, street stock was Cody Ussery. Pure stock was Josh Ayers, Thunder Bomber, Jacob Leonard. Ford Outlaws was Nick Watson. And then the Southern Vintage was Adam Bowers. The next race at Harris is going to be May the 6th, the Charlie Blanton Memorial. Then we have Lauren Speedway. I talked to Miss Gloria on Saturday night, and I was like, how many years has the red Eubanks Memorial race been going on? And she was like, I don't know. So she started Googling, and correct me if I'm wrong, Gloria. You can text me or call and let me know. But I think she said 18 years. 18. That sounds about right. Maybe 18 I, I thought it was close to the 20 mark or in the 20s. Well, they're going to have to have a part two. So – I don't know if you saw the weather, but they didn't get all the racing in it at Lawrence. They only got four main events before the rain started. But the good news is they're going to have the rest of the divisions at their next event, and they're not going to charge anybody. So, Wow. That's good. Big big uh, props going down to Chris Lyons down there for, for doing that. But the races they did uh, get to complete was the 602 Lake Models with Brad Rachels. The Thunder Bomber Futures was Daniel Overstreet. The four-cylinder was Ronnie Johnson, and then the Thunder Bomber was Luke Doggett. So the race they didn't get to have was the front-wheel drive, Young Guns, Cadet, and I guess the Pure Stock. And the Mini Late Models. The Mini Late Models. And I got a text here. I think it's from Gloria. Yes. She said it started in 1985. 1985. Yes. So do the math, Rod or, or David. While I'm reading, let's figure this out. But thank you, Gloria. Always uh, able to help us out. So now we have Livonia Speedway, which 
brought 38 years? Goodness. We were all wrong. Yeah, I, I think it's probably, I don't mean to disrespect her, but I think it's probably 95. Wow. It's, it's probably been a, 1995. 1995, because, okay. Because I'm It may have been sure, 95. Yeah. And I misread it. And I got glasses on. It says yeah. 85, but yeah. anyway. I might be wrong, but I, you know, uh, I won the championship and. 87 and 88 down there and he was running then okay so you know well maybe i'm wrong well who knows maybe i'm right it's been a lot it's been a lot of years okay yeah okay lavonia speedway which mr rod tucker down there finished p2 but uh had the many late models was mitchell mcnewer is that how you you say that (laughs) I ain't sure. I don't keep putting them guys. Like All right. Uh, <laughs> stock four was Ronnie Johnson. 602 uh, Chargers was Brian Tullis doing some double duty, it looks like, for him. Uh, stock eight versus Road Warrior was Anthony Stevens. What what exactly is that? Road Warrior, stock eight? Uh, Road Warrior and stock eight is pretty much the same thing. So uh, they run them together. Uh, I don't think none of the stock eight guys from Livonia showed up, honestly. So uh, that uh-huh. kind of surprised me. I was asked to drive a car. I wish I would have now. We maybe could have. Got to win and not been P two. Yeah, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's unusual that that Rod Tucker is not in the winner's uh, victory lane there. All right, front wheel drive was Trey Chapman, and then on the Saturday, sorry, the first results were Friday, and then the Saturday show, uh, the mini uh, late models was Joey uh, Showing. Stock eight was Jackson Monroe. Uh, they had two street stock features. Uh, the first one was Keenan Vandegrift, and then the second feature was Clayton Miller. For the street stocks. And then they had a non-qualifier feature was Andrew Stone. And then the 602 late models was Nathan Bray. And they have another uh, memorial race coming up on May the 5th. It's the Rusty Jordan Memorial. You guys know Rusty Jordan? Yeah, Rusty, uh, he was one of them ones that you couldn't hardly beat down there. I think he run modified, modified Street. He, uh, When you seen that five rolling the gates, you knew who was going to collect the check down there. Yeah, I was going to say number five, yep. Yeah. I got you. Okay, Dakota. Once again, I, I'm gonna have to just reach out to those guys and say, "Hey, you know, are you gonna post your results somewhere?" And because we can't talk about them if I can't find them. If you uh, Jewel Coffee on Facebook, that's where you probably be able to. Okay, be thank you for that, Rod. Right? I'll talk. Reach out to Jewel Coffee. Uh, their next race is gonna be the May the sixth with the Open Wheel Modifieds. And then I noticed, I think TR's got some stuff going on with their website. They're trying to maybe revamp because one week their results were listed under Harris on my race pass. That's kind of how I found it. So they're uh, changing things up. But anyway, Traveler, I don't have any any results for Traveler's Rest as well. I gotta reach out to Eddie and because he's like, look at Race Monitor. Well, that's not always correct you know because some people may not finish that way or through tech they may get tossed but the next race at traveler's rest is going to be may the 5th so uh, that's the dirt report man i got three pages of dirt that's a lot man man. that's pretty good a lot of dirt going on so we're going to take another break our last (laughs) break and then we're going to come back and let rod hear what the rocket has to say Mm. (laughs) track chat live returns after this break from jock white collision When you hear that sound, it's time to call Jock White Collision Repair. With locations in Easley and Pickens, they will make your visit to the repair shop simple and stress-free. Jock White Collision stands behind their work and guarantees you'll leave 100% satisfied. Stop by today for a free estimate or visit their website at jockwhitecollision.com. Don't be despaired. Jock White will get you repaired. Are you tired of your garage floor looking dull, cracked, or stained? Exquisite garage floor coating can transform your concrete surface in as little as one day. 
We offer custom flake systems in multiple color combinations, metallic and stains. Protect your concrete surface and add value to your home by turning that plain garage into a showpiece. Contact us for your no-obligation free quote. Find us on Facebook or go to eqfloors.com today. Don't settle for anything less than exquisite. Do you want the best garage doors? Do you want the best installation? Call 864-451-8883. Covering the upstate with a five-star reputation that was earned through great customer service. They're ready for you around the clock for routine maintenance or emergencies. Mention you heard this ad and receive 25% off new purchase. Don't fool with the rest. Call Best Overhead Doors or visit bestoverheaddoorssc.com. Hey, sounds like you got a bad alternator or starter. You need to stop by Jeans and let them check it out. Jeans specializes in automotive and heavy equipment. They service foreign or domestic starters and alternators. Don't get stranded on the road. Give Gene or Kenneth a call today at 864-246-3036 or stop by the shop. 514 South Welcome Road in Greenville. All right, back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. Yeah, we still got uh, Rod Tucker in here. He's going to get to see firsthand what the Rocket has to say. Oh, he's, he's heard what the Rocket's had to say for years. He's like, I don't want to hear this no more. All right. Well, I think it's time to do everybody's favorite segment. I know Miss Marie is probably in there. Got a big old smile on her face. <laughs> Ready. Baby's coming up. Big thank you going out to Chastang Hitty and Air for this next segment. Here we go. He's, He's been scrolling through the headlines all week long. Fasten your seatbelts. Now let's see what's on his mind. I want to share something with you. It's time for The Rocket Says, brought to you by Chastang Hitty and Air, here on Track Chat Live. All right, David, what you got, brother? Well, I'm going to talk about, uh, probably talked about this one time before, but but laps we run at racetracks. What it, what is the criteria? What do we need to do? Just talking to Rod off air here. They run for a thousand dollars. It's normally fifteen laps, right? They had a special race paying five five thousand, and they run fifty laps. So the dirt tracks has kind of got it right. So in the regular Saturday night, Friday night race, they run fifteen, which I think they should be up to twenty to twenty five. But I <clears throat> I think that. A lot of asphalt tracks runs too many laps. Like this past Saturday at Florence, the late model was 75 laps. Now, we had a decent car count. had 16, 17 cars. But we went flag to flag. No cautions, no nothing. You had to play a little tire management. If you got behind, I mean, there was no racing to it. So if you're a fan watching that, I can see where the dirt's more exciting. So Rod starts 10th at Livonia Harris, wherever he's at. Well, he's got to get up on the wheel to get to the front, and it can be done, right? Now, we don't tear up cars. Y'all don't tear up too many cars. But I think all racetracks need to look at their lap count and the number of cars they got. I think we've got way too many laps. For the, Sometimes for the number of cars we've got, people get bored watching that. Well, I will say this, Saturday night at the Southeast Super Truck event, the Southeast Super Trucks normally run 75 laps. Well, they had, I want to say 10, yeah, 10. 10 trucks 
and they did reduce that to 50 laps. Yeah. Of course, it got kind of exciting there the last 10 laps. You know, it got a lot of folks there digging to try to win. Had had a Ed Surrett, he was on a, a rail. He was set to win, had a, a tire go down. So he had to, you know, park it, change the tire, came back out, and then he got up there again, and then something broke. So, so there's two types of racing, like I thought, you know, <clears throat> Rod here was talking about the 50 lapper he had to race it way different than he did the regular race because he had to he had to incorporate a little tire management right but they got 20 something cars starting to race in this race a little three-eighths mile it's it's a race that's the reason the fans want to go see it right so so asphalt tracks i think needs to kind of look at the laps they're running and put on a better show right so I'd whole lot rather go to an asphalt track and watch a 30-lapper with 10, 12 cars. And cats, they got to drive the fire at them. You got to drive in. There ain't no lagging around, you know. But asphalt's always, in my mind, back when I was young, they always had 100 lappers, 150, 200. And some of those are fine, but not on a weekly basis. You know, so but, you're saying that drivers need to have a little less laps to uh, catch up. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, up north, you got uh, uh, Roscoe that won a bunch of modified races. He had to start in the rear after he won the, the, first, the week before. And I don't think they run but 25 or 30 laps. It wasn't no 100-lap race. You know, and they'd have 20 cars or so, and he'd come from the back to the front. Well, I stand corrected. Gerald uh, Harris from the Southeast Super Trucks, he just texted me and said that they they cut it to 50 laps last year. And, and kind of based on what you were saying, it makes it a little more exciting right. for the fans. Right. So, I want to see a driver get up on the wheel. Even my old self, you know, I'm not going to aim, but I'm going to get up on the wheel. I want to grit my teeth, muscle up, and get after it. And Gerald brought up another good point. It also it helps cut cost. I mean – that's another that's where i was headed gerald thank you is, <laughs> is you know it, it helps cut costs now our tires on asphalt is going to be our tires so if we you know if we run 20 laps or we run 100 laps them tires ain't going to be no good the next week but it's less fuel it's less laps on my motor on my equipment and it, it saves me money in the long run right and there's guys out there gary greenwood jr is a great one he loves a long race because he's smooth. He does. He takes care of his stuff and do, right? But I just assume I like short races. I like to watch short races. I like running long races at times, like places like back in the day at Myrtle Beach, or we really had to conserve a tire and be good. So, but I think on a weekly basis, all these asphalt tracks need to chamber down a little bit. And look at how many cars you got, and let's do our, you know. Well, boys, we ain't going to run but 15 or 20 laps tonight. You know, that's we get more cars, we may up at five laps, but I want to see a good race. There you go. I stand corrected, too. Miss Gloria, I apologize. I've read – I was talking about the uh, Red Eubanks Memorial. It was the Stick Elliott. Oh, the Stick Elliott. Now, the Stick Elliott's probably, yeah, 85. So, it was 85. I'm right. sorry, Miss Gloria. I still – I hope you still love me. Uh, that's what it was. It wasn't the – I was looking on here – 
And we were talking about the red Eubanks, but it was we were talking last week about the stick Elliot trying to figure it out. Well, Rod was gonna comment on my stuff. I'm talking about these laps. What you got? Oh uh, yeah, I mean it's it's nice running a long race because you you kind of get in a rhythm there and you know manage tires. But at the same time, those 15, 20 lap races for you, if you start eighth or tenth, then you got to get your elbows up and dig on the top or the bottom yeah. or throw a slider or something like that. It's it's fun. The fans like that. They right. don't want to see a race where they're gonna fall asleep. Right. And then, like I say, there's like I said, there's nothing wrong with a big race here and there because it gives them a chance and they've got to they've got to adapt but don't wear them out right but don't wear them out and asphalt tracks is and it's the mindset since the 70s since i can remember going to racetrack it was 100 150 200 like race you know i even went to a race at hickory one night and jerry rector won this race there's a bush grand national race 300 laps at hickory motor speedway 300 wow that was back in the early 80s sometime there so so no wonder that track's so worn out people driving so many laps oh I mean. yeah man so <laughs> so you know that i remember i was excited because i've been a jerry rector fan and he won the race right but my god that was the longest race i'd ever set through in my life you know and it was boring because you didn't know who was where really so anyway that's what i got this week well, I appreciate that, David. I think you know what time it is. It's time to head out of here. But great show again, Rod. Thank you so much for coming in, man. Really enjoyed talking to you and getting to know about the relationship between you and David over here. But if you got anybody out there you'd like to hear on the show, please send us a message uh, on our Facebook page, Track Chat Live. You can email us, trackchatlive at gmail.com, and we will get them on here. It could be Dirt Asphalt Promoter. I mean, whoever, and uh, we'll try to get them on the show for you. But, David, it's time for the after party at El Taco. I'm not going to make it by there tonight, but listen, you guys, if you can, stop by there. Great tacos, great food, and great conversations. Track, chat live, official after party is El Taco and Anderson. But if you can't go there, go buy Electric City Pizza tomorrow for the lunch buffet. It's the official, official lunch headquarters of Track Chat Live, the lunch buffet. For $9.99, it's from 11 to 2. But for Just Jeff, we'll see you next week here on Track Chat Live. Good night, Rondi. Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs>